I'm Sid. And I'm Jess. And, and this, this is the Book Boyfriend Project. So. so <laughs> for today's episode, we are going to be giving our five-star predictions. And by that, we mean that we picked out a couple of books each that we think we're going to read and give five-star ratings of. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I'll just go first. My book, I feel like 98% confident this is going to get a five-star um, prediction. This will be the seventh book in the That Boy series by Jillian Dodd. Um, so, the first, it's set up almost as if they are standalone novels, but it's like standalone series chunks. So, mm-hmm. like, the first, like, couple's um, book series was a trilogy mm-hmm. that uh, followed JJ and Philip, and that was, like, amazing. And that's kind of how we get this introduction to, like, the characters and everything. And that's kind of, like, from, like, when JJ and Philip, like, are, like, little kids. And it just, like, progresses all the way until, like, their first child is born. And that, like, trilogy. And it's really amazing because JJ and Philip have been best friends since they were little kids. Um, And then um, the next kind of duology is called That Love and That Ring. It's a like two book series following Danny Diamond, which is um JJ and Phillips um like other best friend to their like trio. Mm-hmm. And he is married he gets married to this like woman in the first trilogy and they have two kids together and then in um the like beginning of that love they end up getting a divorce Mm -hmm. the first like um name of that love was technically that divorce Mm -hmm. and then the author renamed it um so he like gets divorced and he ends up you know falling in love with this other actress and he's like a pro football player and they, like, get together, and, like, they are, like, really happy, and, like, they end up getting married and stuff, and then, so, that summer is the sixth book in the series, and this one follows Danny's daughter and JJ and Philip's oldest son, mm-hmm. and they've been best friends and everything, just like JJ and Philip were, and so they kind of start dating in that summer, and, you know, things happen, and drama ensues and the that promise is the I think it's either going to be the conclusion or like the second book in like this second generation of children Mm -hmm. and it was just I loved the first book it gave us that like feeling of being back with my like little family of friends Mm -hmm. and I loved like reading about their children and it was just it was so comforting and calming and I loved it. And mm-hmm. I hated the way that summer ended. Mm-hmm. So I'm like really, really excited to like kind of fix those issues in that promise. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited for it. Do you think it'll be five stars even if like they don't end up together? Um I don't wanna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's that like other two percent. I said I was ninety-eight percent sure this is gonna be a five star. Gotcha. But like if there's that like two percent of this book actually isn't like the conclusionary and it's just like the second book to this um I don't feel like they're not going to end up together I feel like they very much will end up together whether it's in this book or if it'll be like a third book Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure Jillian hasn't said how many books she's going to do of 
um, Chase and Devaney, so, also, I love the name Devaney, I love it so much, yeah. it just makes me really happy, it's so unique, and it's like, ah, and I really hope I'm saying that right, cause, I don't like, know how you would say it, yeah, I don't know either, um, but, sounds, sounds good, that's my first book, um, like your first book, my first book is also part of a series, it's called Good Girl, Bad Blood by Holly Jackson, I have not shut up about A Good Girl's Guide to Murder since I read the book. Um, that book followed Pip. She is a high school senior, or she was in that book, and she decides that for her senior thesis, she is going to kind of reopen the murder investigation of um, Andy Bell, which is a girl in her small town that died several years ago. Um, the case was kind of weirdly open and shut they convicted her boyfriend because he ended up committing suicide like days later and confessed i say that in air quotes um and so that book kind of follows her investigation of that and as we mentioned in another episode jess and i are not big mystery thriller suspense readers so reading that book was like i enjoyed it so so much but it was also kind of like a shock to my system so like I have very, very high hopes for this book, so I'm going to read the little blurb. It says, Pip is not a detective anymore. With the help of Ravi Singh, she released a true crime podcast about the murder case they solved together last year. The podcast has gone viral, yet Pip insists her investigating days are behind her. But she will have to break that promise when someone she knows goes missing. Jamie Ryland has disappeared on the very same night that the town hosted a memorial for the sixth anniversary of the deaths of Andy Bell and Sao Singh. The police won't do anything about it, and if they won't look for Jamie, then Pip will, uncovering more of her town's dark secrets along the way. And this time, everyone is listening. But will she find him before it's too late? Oh. Yeah. So, super high hopes for this one. I feel like one reason why I enjoyed this, um, the first book in this series so much was because of the way it was told. Um, mm-hmm. We mentioned this in another episode, but, like, I love when books use other, like, mediums to tell the story instead of just like dialogue and all that like voicemails or in the last book um Pip would like update her thesis notes and like we would be taken along for that update or like voicemails or texts or whatever Mm -hmm. um so I have really really high hopes for this one I think it will be extra interesting because she's like broadcasting it now and it's not so much like a secretive investigation as it was before Mm -hmm. so I'm really excited about that one yeah I don't, I'm trying to think if there's anything that would, like, stop it from being five stars. I don't really think so, unless it just ends up being, like, super slow. But the other one was not super slow at all, so. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it would be hard to go from, like, a good girl's guide to murder to this and it just be, like, total crap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, I... I guess my question would be, because, like, every time you watch, like, a true crime show or, like, uh, Criminal Minds or anything, like, having it be, like, known and, like, having it, like, everything televised and, like, the media knowing about it, Mm -hmm. they say it's going to hinder, like, the investigation because, like, when you're closing in on your suspects, like, Mm -hmm. you, it's, like, they know, they know, they're tipped off, yeah, and it just, like, creates issues, And I'm just curious if this whole, like, podcast portion of it is going to, like, hinder the investigation and if it'll, like, tell anything about that or if they're just, like, going to completely, like, bypass, like, the whole portion of, like, that as, Mm -hmm. like, an issue. 
Well, here's my other thought regarding the podcast. Are they going to be broadcasting this case, this current case with Jamie Reynolds as they do it, or is it going to be like an after-the-fact thing? Mm-hmm. And since Pip now has some credibility, is that going to make it easier or more difficult for her to get information? Mm-hmm. Those are my big questions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So my first uh, five-star prediction, well, my second is going to be Doc, a Club Alias novel um, by K.D. Robichow. Um, so I recently read A Lesson in Blackmail, which was supposed to be a crossover between the Black Academy and the Club Alias um, series by her and I think another author. And so we meet Doc in um, that one. He is the therapist that kind of helps out the two main characters in that one um, use uh, BDSM as, like, a form of therapy for, like, their anxiety and for, like, the OCD that the male character has. And I really loved Doc in that book. He was, I don't know, he was just, like, really fun and he was, like, very understanding and he just, like, had that, like, nice, like, thing. And she also has this, like, TikTok <laughs> where she's, like she, like, posts this, and it's, like, this other dude, like, talking about, um, like, a soft dom, and I loved, like, the premise of that, because they're all, like, you know, like, cutesy and fun and, like, goofy, like, Mm -hmm. outside of the bedroom, and then they're, like, kind of, like, very, like, controlling inside the bedroom, which is attractive to me, Mm -hmm. so I'm super intrigued by this book. I might actually not read this book for a couple of months, because, um, this is another one of those series where they are standalone books, but mm-hmm. they, like, precede each other. Mm-hmm. And so this one is technically the fifth book in the Club Alias novel. I chose to feature it in the five-star predictions because I actually know Doc and I actually met Doc mm-hmm. in, like, the other um, book. Mm-hmm. That's why I used this one as a part of the five-star predictions and not, like, the first book in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, like, super intrigued by this. It mm-hmm. says... It gives a little bit about him in, like, the thing. He's like, as the founder of Imperium Security, the cover for my mercenary team, I've dedicated my entire life to helping heal those who've had their power unwillingly taken from them and avenging the ones who didn't survive. A decade after creating the perfect team, I've now watched as every one of my brothers-in-arms has met and married their perfect match, the special woman who were meant for them, because not just any woman is cut out to be the wife of a mercenary. And it was through one of those matches I finally met the one, the woman of my dreams, the one I've sworn to help heal and protect above all others and then it has like Astrid Quill makeup artist it was only supposed to be for the weekend but then all hell broke loose and I went from just staying with Doc so my sister could have a worry-free romantic getaway with her honey to living with him for an entire year oh boo-hoo poor me trapped in this amazing state-of-the-art mansion with the dog who loves the hell out of me and not trapped because Neil won't let me go heavens no Neil is dreaming a real-life hero and he tries everything to help me step foot back into the world it's a self-imposed prison because some nothing good ever came of me being out in the wild I made a promise nearly a decade ago that I'd never let myself fall in love again love brought pain both emotional and physical and the last time I was in love I barely escaped with my life but I'm finding it harder to resist this magnetism between us, especially when he makes it perfectly clear he wants me and only me. No, Doc isn't your average therapist. So is he the one who can not only save me from my past, but also heal my heart? And so I'm just, like, super intrigued by this book. I'm, like, I love it. And obviously from her, like, little, like, premise, 
thing. She was in, like, a, a physically abusive relationship in the past, mm-hmm. which is, I'm always, like, intrigued by, like, the idea of BDSM being very healing and very comforting mm-hmm. to those with, like, traumatic pasts, because most of the books that I've read with BDSM as something like that, it's very calming and it gives like a sense of security Mm -hmm. um so most of the ones that I've actually done where they do like the BDSM world well Mm -hmm. not like 50 shades of gray or anything like that (laughs) book (laughs) I mean it's nice and it's like good but it's not I don't feel like it's done properly I've never read the book but I watched the movie and it was I've I read the first book got through the first book kind of all right the ending of it like was not great and I read like 50 pages into the second book and I was like no I can't handle this anymore it's too much yeah so maybe that style of BDSM is if that's not for you but you're still like intrigued by it Mm -hmm. then maybe try out this book series because I think this author does it much better I think it's really interesting that I feel like it was kind of mentioned in the other book that you read as well that it's more of a like a healing Mm -hmm. practice almost yeah because like for some people it's and it's not just like like a sexual thing yeah like yes there are some books where it's like a completely sexual thing but others it's like okay well in the last book I read it was like okay you have anxiety and making decisions irritate like gives you a lot of anxiety and such and so instead of taking medication to kind of make you a zombie and like make that go away Mm -hmm. He's just like, okay, well, I'm going to make the decisions for both of us, and I know you'll like it, and I'm going to, like, take care of you. Yeah. And, yes, that grates on my inner independent woman. Yeah. But, like... But also, I can see where that would be, like... It's it's healing. very comforting mm-hmm. for some people. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I'm intrigued by this whole, like, Club Alias, like, series, and I'm super excited to, like, read them. I am, too, now. Um, so my next book is called Finley Donovan is Killing It by L. Cosimano. I feel like I butchered her last name. Um, I was originally drawn to this one because I saw it, like, all over Bookstagram. And I love the cover. Um, I feel like my cover weakness is, like, like drawn covers with, like, mm-hmm. especially women in pretty dresses. Pretty dresses get me every time. I mm-hmm. like a crown. Um, but this one just has, like, a pink background, and it's this woman, she has, like, giant sunglasses and, like, red, red lipstick on it, so, and the name is Finley Donovan is killing it. So immediately I'm like, okay, like, this woman's got her life together. <laughs> not the case. So it says, Finley Donovan is killing it, except she's really not. She's a stressed out single mom of two and a struggling novelist. Finley's life is in chaos. The new book she promised her literary agent isn't written. Her ex-husband fired the nanny without telling her. And this morning, she had to send send her four-year-old to school with hair duct taped to her head after an incident with scissors. When Finley is over her discussing the plot of her new suspense novel with her agent over lunch, she's mistaken for a contract killer and inadvertently accepts an offer to dispose of a problem husband in order to make ends meet. Soon, Finley discovers that crime in real life is a lot more difficult than it is in fictional <laughs> counterpart, as she becomes tangled in real-life murder investigations. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like, where do I even start with this one? First one, she's a writer. That's, like, an immediate, like, point in this book's favor. I love reading books about writers. Um, and B, she's, like, a contract killer, but not really. She's just an author. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like, I, like if this was a trailer for a movie, I'd be like, I'd look at Jessamine and be like, oh, we're going to see that opening week. <laughs> yeah, opening no week. No question. We're going. Yeah. Um, I love the idea of this. I'm always intrigued by like the whole 
especially when it's like a crime novel or like a mystery novel or whatever and just the idea of like the authors having to like google like yeah you know like how do you dispose of a body like this like (laughs) where's the like best places of like open fields and just like looking at like gps maps and stuff and i'm like i almost want a book where it's like like an author's doing that Mm -hmm. and then like you have it's like a duology and you like have the author that's doing all of this googling stuff and then you have like an nsa agent (laughs) that's like assigned to like watch her and like follow her because she's like ended up on their hit list can that be a love story yes that's where i was going with that he like stalks her and he's like like trying to figure out what like what's going on and then like some like crazed fan that like hates the way her previous book turned out Mm -hmm. like tries to kill her and then like i'd read the nsa agent has to save her and then he like takes her like a safe house and then like she figures out that like she was under investigation and she like freaks out Mm -hmm. but like then they fall in love Mm -hmm. then they fall in love (laughs) as he's like protecting her from this crazed fan i'd read it that's Mm -hmm. trying to murder her i'd read it (laughs) yep yeah but yeah like i just i don't know like i can't find anything about this book that i don't love (laughs) yeah um yeah any authors that you're like listening to this and you loved the idea that i just gave you um definitely like reach out and be like hey i'm gonna write this and i definitely expect like an advanced reader copy if you stole my idea absolutely and are gonna like make this idea come to fruition for me so um I'd love you forever. <laughs> okay, what's your next book? Okay, um, my next book is actually one that you talked about last month it as is. a speedy review. What is it? Uh, it is The Change Up by <gasps> yes. Megan Quinn. Um, I'm very intrigued by that. I loved that, like, book when you were talking about it. And, you know, I'm, like, super ready to, like, read it. Yeah. I think it's going to be a five-star for me. Most of the Brentwood baseball series has been a five-star. I love that he, like, draws. I love that, you know, he's, like, a bad boy, but he also has this, like, really soft heart. Mm-hmm. Um, Do I'm going to give the blurb? Yeah. Okay, so this is not a blurb that I'm reading, so just, like, bear with me, but I just read this book. So the Brentwood baseball series follows um, baseball players. Obviously, it's a sports romance. Most of the characters in that series attend Brentwood university mm-hmm. yeah it's a called? university and they're like on the pace baseball team yeah. and then they like graduate and they go on to be in like pro um baseball mm-hmm. teams and these ones center around the two fictional like teams that are based in chicago mm-hmm. and so the main character of this one is on the same team with Jason and with Corey Potter mm-hmm. from two of the previous books and Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Lincoln's after Maddox, actually. Yeah, yeah. Lincoln's after Maddox. Yeah. Um, because Maddox is, like, he's supposed to be, like, the team leader, and he's supposed to be, like, this bad boy, like, fighter, because this team that they're on, I forget what the name of it was. Rebels. The Rebels. Mm-hmm. They're known for, like, fighting and like their fans want them to be like really dirty players and such and, and so Maddox Page is like the ideal rebel he's like bad boys got tattoos he's known for fighting and he's just very very loyal to the rebels because he didn't attend Brentwood University like most of the other players in this series he was just mm-hmm. kind of like drafted 
from high, I don't know if he was drafted from high school or what, but, like, he didn't attend Brentwood. Mm-hmm. So, I'm super excited about this one. I have read, I think, four of the Brentwood baseball series ones. I kind of got off of it for a little while because I was a little bit tired of the sports romances, but Sid reviewed two of them in the previous speedy reviews and it kind of just made me super intrigued and I think this one's gonna definitely be a five stars because I loved like the ones when I read them Mm -hmm. and so yeah I think this one is especially going to be five stars for you because there's not such a big gap between like when the couple breaks up breaks up yeah Yeah. gets back together yeah because I know you said in some of them they're like Years. years and years and years yeah yeah i want you to read one of those and then i want you to give it the same glowing review that you gave the two that you gave last oh i don't know that kind of makes me angry yeah and it made me angry too we'll see it made me sad we'll see um so my next book is tools of engagement by tessa bailey this is another one of those books that's like technically a standalone but also it's kind of part of a series um so this is the third one in that little group of books i think the series is called like hot and hammered or something mm-hmm. which is just so cheesy, but I love it so much. Yeah. Um, so the little blurb says, hair, makeup, clothing, decor, everything in Bethany Castle's world is organized, planned, and styled down to perfection, which is why the home she designs for her family's real estate business are the most coveted in town. The only thing not perfect? Her track record with men. She's on a dating hiatus, and after helping her friends achieve their dreams, Bethany finally decides it's time to focus on her own. Flip a house from a framework to furnishings all by herself, except her older brother runs the company and refuses to take her seriously. When a television producer gets wind of the castle sibling rivalry, they're invited on Flip Off, a competition to see who can do the best renovation. Bethany wants bragging rights, but she needs a crew, and the only member of her brother's construction team willing to jump ship is Wes Daniels, the new guy in town. His Texas drawl and handsome face got under Bethany's skin on day one, and the last thing she needs is some cocky young cowboy in her way. As the race to renovate heats up, Wes and Bethany are forced into close quarters, trading barbs and biting banter as they remodel the ugliest house on the block. It's a labor of love, hate, and everything in between, and soon sparks are flying. But Bethany's perfectly structured life is one kiss away from going up in smoke, and she knows falling for a guy like Wes would be a flipping disaster. <laughs> I already know that I love Tessa Bailey. Um, I really, really love the first book in this series. The second book I liked, but it wasn't, like, my absolute favorite. Mm-hmm. This one I think I'm really going to love because it's enemies to lovers, and they're flipping a house, and, like... I've been watching so many home renovation TikToks that I'm, like, ready to go buy a house tomorrow and flip it. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I, I don't know how I'm not going to like this book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it sounds really good. I feel like I would probably have to, like, ease into those because I'm, like, okay. very much on, like, the fantasy train at the moment. You are. Um, I don't know. I feel like I need to, I'm 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 slowly easing my way back into some like regular non fantastical non paranormal like books. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like yeah, all three of the ones that I've mentioned so far have been non paranormal. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm like trying to work my way back into that cuz after the last couple of book series that I've read, I'm kind of just ready for some like human normalcy mm-hmm. um inside of the aliens <laughs> yeah a little bit <laughs> so this next book that i'm going to five star predict is wolf's bane by Orin hadley she is one of my favorite authors um we will be doing an auto by author next friday 
and or well, this Friday and she is on there so this is kind of like a little preview of that um I'll just read the blurb the things that go bump in the night are supposed to be headboards not monsters <laughs> leaving my husband was hard trying to face the world alone with my teenage daughter is the sort of thing nightmares are made of but I caught a break my best friend just hired me for a great job it's not anything special simply managing the leasing office of this very fancy and highly exclusive neighborhood yet the perks mean I get my second chance speaking of perks my rent-free house is right beside not just one handsome man but five oh. each one is hotter than the last and all of them seem interested in me maybe I can't remember the last date I I was on but if i want a ma- to master being a strong woman then this is a good place to start it's just dating right normal life stuff not so much everyone around us has these strange golden eyes then there are the questions no one will answer and who cares if there's a lot of wildlife running around at night i do especially when a wolf keeps sneaking into my backyard i have a kid to worry about things have got to change before someone gets bitten Normal is going out the window and fast. My neighbors say I don't belong here, and they don't mean because I'm Hispanic. Never mind that I just heard a man growl. Now (laughs) they're talking about faded somethings, and I'm pretty sure they mean me. I feel like I'm going crazy, because when I said I wanted to learn how to be strong, this wasn't what I meant at all. So when it comes to taking care of my little girl, I will definitely learn how to be the biggest bitch on the block. I just hope that doesn't become literal. I love it so much. What is this called? I need to add this uh, to my list. Wolf Spain by Orin Hadley. Okay. So, I'm super intrigued by this. I love the ones where they're, like, single parents. They make me really, like, happy. And I love just watching the interactions with the love interest and the children because, like, obviously the love interests, like, it's not their child. But I love when they actually, like, make it feel, like, as if it's really, like, their child. And... I feel like that those books just, like, give me all the warm fuzzies. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited about this book. That sounds... I just, I, like, I love how sassy she is. Mm-hmm. Now she's, like, totally just taking all this in stride. Yep. And I, I don't know. I like the ones where the humans find out about shifters and stuff. I don't really care for, like, witches when they're, like, oh, and they find out I'm a witch. And they're, like, trying to figure out their magic. But, like, the shifter ones, I'm okay with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't really have many qualms with they like, being introduced to the world and, like, learning their magic. But I know that's, like, a big sticking point for you. I don't know. It just, I feel like it takes so long to explain it at that point. It does. I think it depends on how complex the world is. Because if you're, oh, like... Yeah. I don't know. If you're trying to create, like, a witchy, wizardy world that's completely different from a lot of the other kind of like the wizard world norms mm-hmm. and like i feel like it's helpful to have that element but like if you're not yeah. then just like speed it up mm-hmm. okay so my next five star prediction is my almost x by piper rain i actually talked about this one in our new wines and spines episode from march um so definitely go back and listen to that one we've mentioned a lot of really good books that are coming out soon But this one is a continuation of the Green Family series. So this is one of those series that kind of follows a family around and it kind of goes throughout the siblings. Um, This one is based in small town Alaska, which is my weakness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the blurb for this one says, In the middle of a crowded bar in our small Alaskan town, my estranged wife snuggles up to me as if we're still a happy couple. Don't get me wrong, we were a happy couple before she walked out on me about a year ago. We were the high school sweethearts everyone thought were destined to be together forever. We thought so too, which is why we married shortly after graduation. We had a good marriage until she left me without any real explanation. Now she's back, and here's the real kicker. She has amnesia and thinks I'm still her husband. 
Technically, I am, although the divorce papers are sitting at the lawyer's office. She's desperate to remember her life in Sunrise Bay, but I only want to find out why she left me. Once we conjure that memory up, it's sayonara, because there's no second chances here. But as you probably already figured out, things don't go quite as I planned. I love it. I love this series. And this is only the second book in the series, and I enjoyed the first one, but I honestly think I'm going to enjoy this one more. It's just... I don't think I've ever read an amnesia trope. Mm-mm. I've watched a couple of them, like mm-hmm. 50 First Dates and stuff, but yeah. I don't think and I've... the Vow. Oh, God. The Vow destroys me. I don't think I've read it. Vow? I don't know. It doesn't sound familiar. With Channing Tatum and Rachel McAdams? I don't think so. Okay. We gotta, like, wait till I'm emotionally ready to deal with that, but then we're gonna watch that. Because, <laughs> like, it just... It's like, it's like a Colleen Hoover book, but in a movie. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Takes a okay. hammer to your heart. Okay. Um, but, I, I don't know. I fell in love with the little town that this uh, series is based in, and the since this is the second book, the main character in this book, Adam, or the main male lead... Um, we kind of got to know him a little bit, and of course the authors did this on purpose to kind of mm-hmm. like endear him to us, so I really want to know what happens to him, mm-hmm. and I want them to fall back in love. Yeah. Which they will, because it's a Piper Rain book, but mm-hmm. yeah. Alrighty. I think that is oh, all that we it? have for this um, episode, so definitely, if you guys have some time, leave us a review. Um definitely subscribe on all of your favorite listening platforms and check us out on social media we have all the accounts and thank you guys so so much for listening